0: Set your phasers to sexy
1: Another episode of True North. Earth.
0: Earth.
1: Yay! This week we've got a bit of news, uh, a lot of talks about trailers and such, and we're two of us are going to talk about Super Mario and we'll explain why it's only two of us when we get to that part. But first we have Ryan. Hello. And we have Kevin. Hello. And we have Jen. Hi. And we have me. I'm Brent. Hey Brent. Hi, Brent, how
0: are you? Hi Brent. I'm
1: I'm okay. I'm good a little good tired good from uh working today, but well uh,
0: You good. didn't have to do a sword fight five times this afternoon like I did, did you?
1: How the <laughs> hell do you know that? Well <laughs> well,
0: you know, I it is that kind comic of store comic book
1: people, they can it, you know It is
0: that kind of store. <laughs> I was playing with my lightsaber this afternoon. Does that count? Ryan, what you do in, in private of your own bedroom is your own business. You do not need to share oh, it with the podcast audience. You didn't need to go there, Kevin. That's not very nice.
2: <laughs> I help my Just niece with wait her till the next time work. I
1: edit this podcast. <laughs> I'm waiting for, like, the, uh, the, the episode where one of us takes it too far and edits out a person out of the episode completely. <laughs> we threatened
2: to do that once. <laughs> I don't I remember
1: I why, but we were going to edit out Ryan. <laughs> Speaking of Ryan. Yes. What's in the news this week? Oh, there's yeah, lots going... of news. I'm leaving the best for
3: last, but Star Wars Celebration was last week. Mm. And, and that's a like half a page of my news is just Star Wars Celebration stuff. <laughs> so Star Wars. Okay. So we'll, we'll wait to get there.
0: Star Wars. Uh,
3: starting with okay, Disney made an announcement. Well, actually, uh, Dwayne Johnson made an announcement. Mm. Uh, they're making a live-action Moana movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can guess starring
0: Dwayne Michael Johnson. Yeah. Yes. As as uh as Moana. <laughs> I would love to see him play Moana. <laughs>
2: He's
0: playing the. How yeah. are they gonna
2: get right? Alan yeah. Tudyk in the chicken suit?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope so
2: it be CG. <laughs> but then that's just animated.
0: <laughs> like like of the other live- Disney yeah. quote-unquote live-action <laughs> <Actions>. films. <laughs> Have you See, seen I, the Jungle I, Book?
2: I get them doing the live-action of the older stuff, like Cinderella and even The Little Mermaid, because even though I'm in denial, that was a long time ago. But, like, Moana wasn't that long ago. No,
0: it wasn't. No, so this is the first remake of a... Of a CG Disney film, right?
2: Yeah. I was Mm. like, well, if you wanted it to be live action, why didn't you just make it live action in the
3: first Mm -hmm. place?
0: How long till we get live action Frozen? Well, I mean, it's been on Broadway now for several years, so we Mm -hmm. already technically have a live action Frozen. I didn't know they did a Broadway.
2: How come they don't have a recording of that on Disney Plus? Or do they?
0: (laughs) I don't know if they do. Let's take a look.
3: <laughs> um, well you look into that? Moving on, uh, we got another look into uh, at the uh, sorry at upcoming Spider-Man across the Spider Verse Part One. I keep mm. forgetting that this is a Part One. Oh yeah, but, yeah. So Spider
2: Verse is Part One.
3: one? Hmm. This, this new Spider- movie Spider- is a, yeah, The next, across the Spider Verse. It says Part One. Oh. It is. Yeah, we yeah. we actually talked about that quite a while ago. I just forgotten about. It. Oh, I, I forgot about it again until I saw one of the like, I don't know, one of the 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 the, the pictures, the ads, or the toys, or something that says part one. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, interesting. Uh, so everybody saw the trailer, right? Which trailer? Yes, the new Spider Man trailer. Oh, oh yes, I did watch that one. Yes, and it came out like I think they like, two days after we uh, recorded last, but.
2: I think I did. I don't remember.
3: Yes, yes, you did.
2: Did I? Spider-Man uh,
3: that yes. 2099's being a dick?
0: Yes, yeah. to Miles. It's not, it's not very nice.
1: No. Not only that, like it, um it was it was interesting to see that 2099 is like they've seemed to have updated his look from the end of the last movie. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. true. They
3: did change it up a bit. Um, but yeah, no, looking forward to that one. Can't wait. More spider stuff. I bought some across the spider verse action figures this week, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> uh, anybody else see the
0: trailer for Secret Invasion? I knew it was out there. I, I, I it's not that I, I'm avoiding trailers, but. If it's something that I know I'm going to mm. watch, I I'm not going out of my way to watch them. Ah. So mm. I have not actually watched the Secret Invasion trailer, but I do know it's there. Okay.
2: okay. I believe I did. Yes.
1: You I watched saw it the trailer actually before I watched it. So.
2: Oh, I I don't know. There's been a lot of trailers. I watched the trailer for the Marvels. I remember that one.
3: Okay, we'll skip to that then, <laughs> and we got the tra- the trailer for the Marvels. <laughs>
1: Yay, the cat's back! Yeah, I I saw the I saw that the the, the Seeker Invasion one. Yeah, Sorry.
3: it was good. Yep, I no, know. it looks good. That's coming uh, later this summer.
1: Yeah, and apparently we do have news on who um ah what's her name? I keep wanting to call her da- Daisy Ridley, but that's not. She's the other Star Wars person and Game of Thrones and
2: Amelia uh, uh, Clark.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, we now know who she's playing in this. Oh, did they they said that? Yes, yeah, she's playing uh Telos's daughter, who we yes. we also saw in Captain Marvel, but not played by her and very short. Ah, she was a child. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, because there was a lot of there was a lot of hearsay on who everybody thought she was, and now they've yeah. just come out and said, and it was what nobody was thinking. So. Which like is kind of good daughter? because. Mm-hmm. Pardon? She's whose daughter? Talos, the uh, the the Skrull played by Ben Mendelsohn.
0: He oh, was the okay. Skrull that that we all thought that everybody thought was um was Nick Fury in the last Spider-Man movie. Remember, right, it turned right, out he was right. a Skrull. Yeah, Just yep. well, two, two Spider-Man movies ago.
3: Right. not the last Spider-Man movie. The Spider-Man goes oh, to Europe. That's the one. Euro vacation, Spidey. <laughs> yeah, Euro vacation,
1: Spider-Man. Yeah. Bank right, monkey.
3: Night monkey. Yes. The ongoing adventures of night monkey. I
1: hate to put it this way as a side note, but we hear of like, you know, superhero fatigue and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't really put too, too much stock in that, but there definitely is a case to be made that like, there is a lot of these and some of them are now starting to just like mix together in our heads. Oh, for sure.
2: Starting. They've been mixed together in my head for a long time.
0: That explains a lot.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh,
3: but yes, okay, so like Jen said, we got the Marvels trailer.
2: I'm so uh, looking forward to this movie. looks
0: like a lot of fun. Yeah, I did watch this trailer because I love Monica Rambeau. I and
2: think I wanted... this is the one that I'm looking forward to the most.
0: I love that we got to see Kamala's family again. I'm glad that they are back because I did love the Ms. Marvel TV show.
1: Yep. So... I, I think they're going to be the best part of the movie. Mm-hmm, like they and, might be too. and Kamala Khan in particular. Uh, Iman uh, Villani. I yes. believe that's how you pronounce her name. Or, like I think she is going to be the absolute heart and fun of this oh, film. Yeah. Oh for sure. And yeah. honestly like after seeing the last one. I I would have never like if I had been running Marvel Studios. This wouldn't have been my suggestion for this movie but i also really think this is like now watching that trailer is like they were dead on with this idea and this is what this part of the franchise needs
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah um
0: i i think it just looks like fun um yes. i am excited that it's a team up movie of three women I yes. think that's exciting. Uh, three, three very strong, very different, very interesting characters. I hope we do get to see Kamala's some of Kamala's um, uh, sidekicks. Um, what was what was the guy who's so obviously in love with her? Uh, what was his name? Oh, the, the white guy. Yeah.
2: Oh, I don't remember. Yeah.
0: yeah. I liked him. I wanted. I'd like. Yeah, to see I liked him, him too. So yeah. Um. The other two, like, um Monica, we don't really know a lot about her supporting people. Um, her mom has passed though, right? So we don't
2: yeah,
0: we don't have her um, uh, so we we need to create supporting people for her, I guess in a in a roundabout sort of way. Um, Carol is monica's um, like she Monica knew Carol when she was a babe when she was young, yeah. so yeah um so they have a connection so and yeah nick, I, and nick fury oh and nick fury oh,
3: right because she she totally well she's like she's part of uh, sword so
1: right yeah i don't right. think we're getting what's his name um randall park he doesn't seem to be listed in the cast agent woo yeah who is somebody i would say like well that guy's like sort of part of her supporting cast mm-hmm. from Division, but yeah Yeah, there's going to be more spacey stuff than on the ground,
3: right? He's just FBI. No, very true.
2: I just really love how the end of of Ms. Marvel ties into everything. Like, finally we know why uh, Captain Marvel was in the bedroom and what happened to Kamala. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I love love this premise that anytime one of them uses their powers, they like all three swap places. Mm -hmm. Or at least two of them swap places. And I find that hilarious. And I think it's going to be really awesome to see uh, how they kind of figure this out and work together especially since captain marvel is notoriously not a team person right, right? and kamala is just bubbly exuberant energy yeah. so it's like they are they are not they're like the odd couple i think it's going to be great yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. This is this is my most looking forward to marvel movie i think
3: i think i think by the end of the movie we see some of kamala's Excitement or like enthusiasm rub off on Carol. I hope That'd so. That'd be nice. Especially of hard of the,
2: not the... to be excited around her. She's just so excitable. Well,
3: yeah, like, she's like, "Oh my god, are we a team?" And they're both like, "No, no." no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: it'll be super cute.
3: Yeah, it'll yeah. be fun. Um. Okay. So in the same vein, we got a trailer for the new Blue Beetle movie.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. I saw that one.
3: Another one that looks interesting. Agreed. <laughs> um, they're, doing, they're doing away with the trope of keeping his secret identity or keeping his power secret from his family right off mm-hmm. the bat by the looks of it, which is good. It's yeah. different.
2: I love in the trailer his family's reaction to him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it's going to be fun. I've always liked that character. I've, but like I've read a few uh, old uh, Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle comics. so yeah
2: see, like this is a character that and I mean speaking on behalf of the mainstream audience that the mainstream audience does not know anything about unless they right want, like the only reason I know anything about Blue Beetle is from Young Justice right
1: yeah and he's also a, a the other thing but now the show the show that I'm thinking of is now fairly old but the uh he was of a a uh, fairly like frequent partner on uh, Brave and Bold too. Yes, he was. That yeah, he he was on that a lot, wasn't he?
3: And this isn't the first live action uh, t- uh, viewing we've seen of Blue Beetle because remember he showed up in an episode of Smallville. Did he? I mean, he did
2: I never watched Smallville?
3: The, one of the one of the episodes written by Jeff Johns has Booster Gold and. This version of Blue Beetle. Wow. Huh.
1: What Malville like was full too in
3: suit? Angsty. Yeah. If, I, if memory serves me correctly, yep.
1: <laughs> yep. It was uh oh, it you found in, it? like you said, you uh, an episode of Smallville called Booster. Yeah. Uh, his suit is much clunkier than the one we're oh, no, in this yeah. movie. Oh well, well, yeah.
2: Alright, so there has been there have been a couple of like pop culture outside of comics uh versions of blue beetle yep. yeah but
1: it's a it, it, all of which are old though like yeah. that episode of smallville like when did smallville end
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly long time ago long time ago mm-hmm. um now
1: you know there were
3: a few uh he's in a few of those teen titans uh animated like the new dc animated movies he's on the titans yep mm-hmm. so like yeah he's he's made appearances so it makes sense and it's mm-hmm, good to see mm-hmm. this character um, I like that there are going to be references to previous Blue Beetles in the movie, because you can see Ted's costume, and I have no idea what the original, look at before his name, his uh, costume.
0: Yeah, I can't remember his name, but there was a Golden Age Blue Beetle.
3: Yeah, you see those in the background, they're flying around in Ted's, like, flying, beetle, like, Blue Beetle car thing, and...
1: Dan Garrett.
0: Dan Garrett, that's right. He was the he was the uh, Golden Age Blue Beetle. Was he related to the Garrett the Flash? <laughs> or
3: did they have to spell their last names differently? That was and Garrett. Was that. They were yeah, different no. comic
1: book companies. So and no. and yeah. Flash
0: was Garrett. Ick. Ick. Was this it? Was Dan okay. Garrett? R e t. Oh
1: okay. Yeah, the Blue Beetle was also one of those few characters, like at least the the mantle of Blue Beetle that has been through three different comic book companies. Yes because it was in uh Fox Comics originally and then the they went to put yep. and Charlton bought the rights to it right Although apparently according to this Wikipedia article um that Fox Comics supposedly sold it to Charlton but there's no proof that that sale ever took place and oh, Charlton hi. just started publishing the character anyways And they and got heard, um,
0: management they got Ditko. Like Ditko left Spider Man for Blue Beetle, didn't he? Uh,
1: I don't know if he left it for Blue Beetle. Um, uh, he did Ditko? No, I don't see Blue Beetle. Ditko okay. did. Um, uh, the question. Okay. That was thought, a whole cloth one. Um, I thought
0: Steve Ditko um created. The second Blue Beetles costume.
1: Um, maybe. Let me see if I can find that one. You guys keep talking while I, I look. That so
2: up. while you're doing that research, I have a question for any oh, of our. Oh no! Listeners. Uh,
1: okay, found it. Uh, you were right. He did was created by Steve Ditko. Yeah. All right.
2: I have a question for any of our listeners who care to participate. So on one of our platforms, on Facebook or on social, on uh, Instagram or however you want to interact with us. Let me know if and these are for the people who aren't the diehard comic fans, like my the rest of my co-worker or co hosts co-workers, co-hosts.
0: Yeah,
2: co-hosts. Um do you have you ever heard of Blue Beetle before? And if so, where did you hear from him? And this is Hmm. not comics, just anybody like me who you know, I only know about Blue Beetle from uh um the Young Justice League. So I'm just curious. If you know of Blue Beetle outside of comics, where did you hear about him? That's just me being curious. It has really no...
0: Yes, please let us know. We'd like to be more interactive. Mm -hmm. Because
2: I'm thinking, like, to me, again, being this outsider person, Blue Beetle was a very odd choice for a full feature movie on his own, like, not Mm -hmm. as, like, a sub-character. And, again, that's just because he's not... Well, DC is so like, all we do is the big three or four. um, And he's not really one of them. And I'm happy for it. Don't get me wrong. I am Mm -hmm. so happy it's not another Batman movie. for. for
3: (laughs) But now that they're trying to get away from just those and they're redoing it, it makes total sense. And then he's also, he's Hispanic. He's a teenager. So it's a whole, it ticks the right boxes. Exactly. And And I love
1: that. Not to be like the cynical person. uh, This is their Spider-Man. Okay. He fills that role that Spider-Man does for like the Avengers. Okay, yeah, yeah. younger okay. character who is insect-based, also <laughs> completely out of his depth, or at least like he thinks he is. Yeah, okay. Compared to like you know whichever characters they they put him with later on, assuming mm-hmm. this does well and we get another one.
2: Yeah. No, no, I, I'm I'm a hundred percent on board for this. The trailer looks amazing, yeah. and but it's just like since DC has just been, and I guess this is James Gunn influence. DC has just been so focused on Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, Aquaman, repeat. Um, it's it's good that they are like, okay, there are other DC superheroes that we could use, and I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Please to God, no more Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Um that's, okay. that's my DC rant. <laughs> Perfect. No, no problem. That's good. This is my one per episode.
3: <laughs> um, ooh, here's a trailer that I know Jen saw. The one for Barbie. <gasps> mm.
2: I'm so excited.
1: This movie looks messed up.
2: <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. It's gonna be amazing. Cause now we know that it's Barbie. She we <laughs> She, we know that she's a Barbie girl in a Barbie world, and all of the girls are named Barbie, and all of the guys are named Ken, which is oh, Except for the one. Is. Except for Alan. Except for the one, yep. But then she leaves Barbie world for the real world. And Ken, Ryan Gosling, Ken comes with her with his plastic rollerblades. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't Whoever wait.
1: Whoever is so the good. prop guy oh, or yeah. prop yep. person who made those rollerblades, like, wow. my hat is off to them. Yeah. <laughs> those just look so, like... Like I, it's not that I ever had Barbies growing up, but my sister did, and it would have been around that time period. And just seeing those, like, just jogs nostalgia memories in my head. So they must have done a particularly good job.
2: Yeah, I'm. It's oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. Again, I'm not expecting this to be any kind of deep intellectual, thought-provoking masterpiece. I expect it to be just fun like enter Mm. pure entertainment. You get your popcorn, you turn off your brain, you enjoy what's being shown to you and hope it might leave you with some thoughts afterwards, but if it doesn't, who cares? It's just going to be fun. That's, that's amazing. And I'm so looking forward to this movie.
1: (laughs) And now we are inundated with, because I guess you could, if you go to the website, (laughs) you can make like your own Barbie, like, or Ken, like logo picture thing. And, oh, yes. Oh, that what, so there's so many of them on up? my feed the last three days.
2: Ryan, you should make them of us for our Instagram.
3: <laughs> I don't think I have to make it. It sounds like
2: you know. Has the yeah, website you just things. go in
1: and put a picture in, and then.
2: No, that's what I mean. Like, go put the picture, and you have picked all the pictures of us. <laughs>
1: this can for, for for all of us. It's it's this can is a podcaster. <laughs> All right, next, Ryan. Next, um,
3: oh, the Duffer Brothers are going to be bringing an animated version of Stranger Things to Netflix. Uh, in the, the they keep talking about it being in the style of Saturday morning cartoons.
2: Like they're starting over again, or you have to have watched Stranger Things to understand it. No details. Just <laughs> so yes, a cartoon is coming. So Disney is making live actions of their animation, and Stranger Things is making animation of their live action.
3: Yeah, well, the kids are growing up too fast, right? So they have, like, yeah. one more season in them, and then they're going to make cartoons instead. <laughs> the budget, don't need as much uh, budget to make cartoons. Um, So we got some HBO Max news. they rebranded, finally, again. Uh, and they're now just Max. Mm-hmm. Max Power. I saw it on a
2: hairdryer. <laughs> uh-huh.
3: Yes, so there you go. Now, so Max has also paid for an order, or made an order for a new Harry Potter TV series uh, with apparently yeah. a ten-year order adapting all the books.
2: Is it so adapting think, the books? I thought it was like a new new nope, story. No, it's
3: adapting the books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm and um, JK is on board as a producer, and a lot of the fandom is now against the, this whole project because she's involved.
2: I have mixed thoughts on this. Yep. I completely agree and support anybody who chooses to boycott this because of her involvement, her direct involvement. Uh-huh. And, um, But I honestly, I feel like and this is just a couple of things I've seen online. I haven't really dug too deeply, but it's almost starting to flip to the other side where they're like, if you watch this show, you hate trans people and you hate gay people. And I'm like, I don't personally have no intention of watching the show just because I'm beyond my Harry Potter phase. But there are a lot of people who separate the art from the artist. And again, JK Rowling is problematic. So, it, it, I just feel like you shouldn't be judged on what you watch like that. I don't know if I'm not getting this across correctly, but I feel like they shouldn't, people shouldn't be saying, you know, one way or the other. They shouldn't be saying, you know, you hate gay people if you watch this show or you or even the people who are the other way saying, you know, you love gay people if you watch this. Like, you, you know what I'm trying to say? Maybe I'm not <laughs> articulating it correctly, but I, I just I don't like Either side of the argument being being um, weaponized, basically.
1: No, nope, I don't think it's needed yeah, Like no. to be like, again, my completely cynical, like TV podcaster critic hat on is why, again, it's not much like Moana. It's not like these are that old. Like they're, oh, no, they're yeah. getting there. You couldn't use the original cast, but it's to me it almost seems like we're going like wait another f- five or six years because I think you'll just sort of kind of get diminishing returns. Like it kind of, it, almost like that Lord of the Rings TV show, which isn't yeah. directly like doing the Lord of the Rings books per se. But it's definitely in that wheelhouse. And it's a show that nobody's talking about. Yeah. And I kind of feel that might end up happening with this one. It's just because, like, those movies are so beloved. And I don't know. And, like, I'm sure those people are out there. It's like, well, they didn't do this like the book. But those people who are, like, who want, like, the exact adaptations of the Harry Potter books into television or movies are very much in the minority. Yeah. Like a lot of most Harry Potter fans are very happy with the Harry Potter they got.
2: Yeah. This is why I thought that it was a TV series that it was going to be like in the Harry Potter universe, but not a retelling of the books. But I guess I was wrong. (laughs) That would have made more sense.
3: You would think, but maybe they, you know, the, the, the 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 three books the three movies they just did it didn't do as well as they had hoped. The yeah. um the whatchamacallit we'll
1: the I don't remember what were they called? Oh the uh the the the, the, the what's the space in the, the, the zoo of impractical magic or what <laughs> <Whatever> <laughs> No,
3: the that book of called.
2: monsters and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well wow,
3: yeah.
2: we're bad. Fantastic beasts and where to find them? That's, That's the ones. It
3: that's the series um yeah so like you know it could it didn't do that well but my theory on that is well it's a prequel you went way you went back in time and then you didn't have until later on and, and, and anyone from the original movies when the, also they-
2: it was based on a book that was written for charity that was like maybe 20 pages and it was a textbook with like the whole point of buying that book was that it was like Harry and Ron and Hermione scribbled in the margins. It it wasn't a story. Movies weren't
3: based
1: on that. The
3: title was, but.
1: And like, you know, it's that movie, that movie series also had the unfortunate. Well, depending on how you want to look at it, I guess, unfortunate casting decision of having Johnny Depp in it, mm. who uh, ran afoul of the public in general, followed by Ezra Miller, you know, running afoul of the public in general. Yeah. It's yeah. like, the, the, there, there was a bit of a, like, I, I hate to say curse, but there was definitely some bad luck in terms of those films as well. So They also weren't that interesting. Don't. No. I liked the first one.
2: The first and one then was great. The
1: second one just sort of yeah.
2: The second yeah. one, it was like they forgot what the personalities of all the characters were, and were like, man, we'll just start over. Nobody'll notice. And then the third one, I didn't even watch because the second one was so bad. But the first one was good. Because mm. that's what the what those movies were, should have been. And it, first of all, I don't think it had needed to be a trilogy. But like no. the whole point of it is, it's Newt Scamander trying to find Fantastic Beasts, like. The title says Fantastic Beasts of Where to Find Them, and if they had stuck to that premise, I think those movies would have done a lot better. But instead, they started to get into the whole rise of uh, – what's-his-face? Grimalkin. Grimoulad.
3: Yeah. Mm. Grimoulad. Grim, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Johnny Depp. Exactly. So, so yeah, so that's coming. You know, it, I'm sure it'll probably still be a couple of years before we see that actually hit the airways. Um, we got some of the voice cast for DC's announced Creature Commandos cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, picked out a few of the ones that, that jumped out. Um, Alan Tudyk is in it.
0: Like, yeah, he is.
3: He is Doctor Phosphorus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank Grillo, who you all remember was uh, he was he was in the MCU until yes. he got blown up. He is. Was
1: he? Um, he was crossbones.
3: Yeah. Oh. He was one of the the shield agents that was a Hydra agent. Yep, yep. And so he's going to be playing Rick Flag Senior. Mm-hmm. Uh Sean, Sean Gunn is in this. He is being <laughs> the vo- he's got two voice uh credits in this. He is the Weasel and okay. GI Robot. And then uh one of my one I was happy to see uh, David Harbor will be the voice of Frankenstein.
2: Ooh, that's a good voice casting.
3: Yeah, that's my <laughs> thought. So, interesting. Uh, they said a bunch of short. Uh, they named a few other ones. Um, I didn't recognize their names. So, or characters or characters. So I didn't put them on my list. <laughs> Moving on. Um. Oh yeah. Now it's a Star Wars Celebration news time. Okay. So let's get into this Star Wars stuff here, kids.
2: Oh, so exciting. We
3: got a trailer for Ahsoka. Yay! Yes, we did. Yay! And we found out that Thrawn is in it and will be played by the voice actor, or the person who did his voice, Lars Mikkelsen.
2: Ooh. I'm so Thoughts? excited for this. I'm so excited. This is the This is the Star Wars show I've been waiting for. Because Rebels was so good and ended on basically a cliffhanger, and now they're doing the live action version of it, and it it just it's awesome.
3: Yeah. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. We got our first look at Hera,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and we got our first look at Sabine.
2: They all look perfectly cast.
3: Yep, we saw um, a hologram of Ezra.
2: Yeah, I have no idea who's playing him.
3: No, I forget the guy's name.
1: Um, but. uh
2: but I, uh, I just, for
1: like, Azra? yeah, yeah.
2: it's but gonna be the star, the the rebel sequel, yay!
3: <laughs> we see some new villains. Yes, with orange lightsabers, not <laughs> red; they're orange. Ooh. Um, yeah, no, uh, looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be great. Can't wait. Yes. Yeah. What, what,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Um we you need to finish watching Rebels, Kevin.
0: <laughs> I will. Eventually. I will yep. get to it. I haven't uh, watched Clone Wars yet either.
2: Actually,
1: I wouldn't say you really need to see Clone Wars, especially since um you've been kind of watching Bad Batch, right? Yep.
0: I'm not and up to date, but I've been watching it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, between Bad Batch and Rebels, that that'll get you to where you need to be. If anything, you can just watch that the like the
3: newest newest last season episodes of uh, Clone Wars just to see, you know, order you know, order sixty six and everything. you it Order 69. <laughs> I almost did. Um we had uh okay, so Ahsoka is coming out uh in August. We got so we have a release date for it. Woo-hoo. We have a release date for a season two of Andor, which will be next August, 2024.
2: That gives me a long time to watch it. If I change my mind, I want to watch it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we, they, um, I think they showed off to that, to the, at, at celebration, some footage and some stuff for the acolyte. It didn't get shown online. But it's being described as Frozen meets Kill Bill. Okay. <laughs> and that is also coming to Disney Plus in 2024. Uh, in just a couple of weeks, on Star Wars Day, May the 4th, Ooh. we will be getting a uh, volume two of Star Wars Visions. Yay! Mm-hmm. That looks
2: so good, too.
3: Yes. Yeah, no, this one and this one's not all anime. This one's done by all, all kinds of different animation houses uh and includes one of Brent's
1: favorites. Yep. The uh Ardham, the uh the company that does uh, Wallace and Gromit gets yeah. to do it one. And oh, I'm too. so looking forward
3: to it. Uh and they also have fun. they've announced a the third and final season of The Bad Batch. Will be coming yeah. to us next year.
2: Mm-hmm. Yay and boo. Because yeah. Bad Batch is really good.
3: <laughs> and just when you thought, oh, is that what what about movies? We finally got some more movie announcements. Now once again. Oh believe no, yes, you know yes, they're official announcements. Doesn't Don't mean believe it until it's on the screen <laughs> Um so we had three movies announced. James Mangold is to direct a movie about the dawn of the Jedi. That sounds mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, Charmaine Obe- Obeid-Chino is to direct a movie after Rise of Skywalker. It's going we'll to be like 15, I think they said 15 years after. And we will have a, the return of Daisy Ridley as Rey.
2: Yay.
3: Uh, the story is going to be her building a new Jedi Order.
2: That sounds
3: cool. Uh, my Why thoughts, did it
2: take her 15 years to do that?
3: Well, no, but uh, you know, she had, now she's a master. So maybe that's why they had to finish off what was left of the of the First Order and bring peace to the galaxy, and
2: <laughs> Which we'll get in a television show that will explain all the gaps.
3: Yep. Yeah. Um. Just because you know, just because they beat all those all the you know the Sith fleet at the end of the movie didn't you know the First Order the rest of the First Order was still out in the galaxy doing their thing so. Yep. Um. And my thoughts on that is I'm hoping now that, they, you know, that they're showing that they're willing to keep going with these guys and bring these actors back. It's like, okay, just start pulling from the, the material that's out there, start pulling stories out of the, out of what they call the legends mm-hmm. and repurposing them. And it's like yeah. okay, where you had Luke, boom, now it's Ray. Yep. And start building, you know, doing that because there's some good stories out there.
2: Oh, it'd be que- it would be sweet if they introduced Mara Jade and Rey and Mara Jade fall in love.
1: <laughs> Except the internet would be like,
2: oh, this movie's so woke.
1: Yeah. Oh, the movie's <laughs> gonna, going to get that regardless.
2: <laughs> uh, another
0: Star Wars movie with a female lead?
3: Uh, oh,
2: my God.
0: Uh, girls kissing on screen again? Ew.
3: Girls
2: don't like Star Wars.
3: No, I was actually I, I had this conversation with a customer in the store on the weekend. We were joking, and I said, "No, so what they need to do is you, know, you take you take out Luke, you insert Ray, you know her last name Skywalker, so it works, uh-huh. and 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 she meets um, M- Marty, Marty Jade. There's a redheaded mm-hmm. guy in the universe, and of Mara Jade. Marty. Oh,
1: that I'd would make st- it even worse
3: for. Some I would say those. stick no, with Mara. Be woke. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> and the third, and I left it for final because we'll have the most thoughts on. We are getting a third uh, film. It will be directed by Dave Filoni, and it will focus on The New Republic and wrapping up the Disney Plus series that
0: he's been working on.
2: A movie yeah. that does that?
0: Yes.
1: Oh, all the series?
0: Well, this the ones. It will be called The Ahsoka
1: Torian. <laughs> no, wouldn't it be the the book of the Ahsoka Oh, the book of the Ahsoka Torian. Yes, It'll or, be the rise. Oh, of wait, the Bad Batch has to be in there too. So the book of the, the book. Bad Ahsoka Torian. no, so we don't know the Bad Batch is going to be in there. They may be all dead. Well, yeah, but they they talk that like there is going to be some sort of connection going on. So. That, but that might be as much as like it, it might be Rex, right? Yeah. But um, so I just wanted to throw this out there. Assuming the James gold Star Wars movie gets made, he will have made a two Marvel films, an Indiana Jones movie, this thing, plus he's currently uh, uh, signed on to do the Swamp Thing movie. If he can do a Harry Potter episode of that Harry Potter TV show, he is like completely captured nerd bingo. <laughs> <laughs> no, he hasn't got Star Trek. Oh, yeah, that's true. He yeah, hasn't done Star Trek. Yeah, don't think at any rate. <laughs> He's uh,
2: almost got his nerd bingo card.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, and I think
3: some of just some comments like the Dave Filoni ones. Like, I think that one comment was I. Was that it, you know it won't be won't be seeing it for like seven years? Yeah, yeah. Now whether that was just them joking or if it's really gonna be that long, it's like on one hand I can kind of see because like well you know it seems like every uh, like every year we get one or two episodes from one, or seasons from one of these properties.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. So. But Part then, of me. Know, also wonders whether this will be a like a movie in cinemas or it will be going directly to uh, Disney Plus. That's my thought as well.
3: Ooh. I I understand both ways because it's like, well, if it's a you know two hour Star Wars movie, why not put it on the big screen and make the box office off it? But because
2: then people who haven't seen any of those shows are gonna watch it and be like, I don't know what's going on. Who are all these people?
3: Yeah, but then you also run, you know, and so with that said, I also agree, and like that's why you just put it on Disney Plus. Yeah. But, um, you know, if you're going to put it in theaters, is there, you know, do you, will they have made it so that it's like, okay, well, if you haven't watched everything, you can still come in and pick up what's going on and enjoy this movie?
2: Maybe. Yeah, you know, it all comes tricky. down to
3: what they end up making. And how Disney wants to make money off of it.
2: Yeah. And if it's tying together so many shows, it'll be tricky to do enough of a recap in the movie to satisfy the people who don't know anything, but not be too much repetition for the people who do and not take up too much of the movie's time.
3: Oh yeah. That's why it it also feels like it's going to be able to like wrap it up in a satisfactory manner in just a movie. Yeah. And not a, a, you know, defenders styled mini series crossover.
2: It makes me wonder what all of these movies or these TV, all the Felony TV shows, are leading towards. Then, because we know they're leading towards the. Wait, I get them all mixed up now. They're all leading towards um, the rise of the First Order, right?
3: Eventually, yeah. But that's far. That that's. I don't think we'll see the rise of the First Order in these shows yeah we'll get get hints towards it because really the the first order really becomes a threat in um the force awakens yeah because even after that point like leia's trying to get the rebellion together because the republic is like oh they're not an issue there's nothing to worry about But we're
2: already seeing that in uh mandalorian
3: well no, because well yeah. yeah, exactly. They don't think that the empire, the Empire they're not an issue. They're yeah. oh we you know they introduced oh well are we just gonna roll into our Mandalorian you know, talk now? Yeah. We have we have uh no more news? I have no more news. That's
0: why I, I did it this way. Anybody else have any news? one, one little brief thing. Um, so, uh, it was revealed, uh, Nielsen does ratings for streaming shows and they generally come out fairly later, uh, quite, quite a bit later than like week of because they, they count the number of minutes of episodes watched. Uh, so how many thousands of minutes have watched, um, Star Trek has, um, Star Trek has finally broken through the top 10 streaming shows of the week for the first time since these records have started. Uh, So Star Trek Picard season three is getting the numbers. Uh, It it was number eight on the top 10, um, top 10 streaming shows list for, um, I think it was about three, three or four weeks ago. So uh, that leads more, there's there's all these rumors that there's going to be a new show announced. A uh, you might have heard of Star Trek Legacy. That t- title keeps getting bandied about, uh, but there's nothing for sure yet. But it sounds like it feels like this is the this is the era of Star Trek that people want stories about. And the next so,
2: generation era.
0: Yes. Yeah. So uh, let's see what happens because of this. So I just wanted to to throw that out there.
2: That would be good. Mm. So right. then,
3: Mandalorian. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're all we're all up to date on Mandalorian, right? We are. Yep. So the latest episode was spies. Yes. Mm. Um, what everybody think? Not enough spies. Well, that's the thing. Who's How many the other... spies are there? We 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 saw one for sure. Yeah. The imperial spy the 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 chick from the you know, yeah, the Don furissant,
2: so that got me thinking because the titles of the shows always mirror both stories the the New Republic stories and the Mandalorian story, So I'm like, who's the spy in the Mandalorian story,
3: well, especially since it said spies, so yeah. that refers more than one right. unless they just did that to mess with us, well, the rumor I've read is that it could be. The Armorer. That seems to be Mm. the obvious choice
2: right now. I hope not. I like her. I, well, I think it's the guy who left to get help and didn't come back. Oh, The guy who was, is that his name?
3: I think that was his name. The guy that was in charge of the fleet? Yeah. Part of me wonders if it's him as well, but, yeah, no, I hope it's not the Armorer, because... On one hand, it's like it makes it like I can understand I mean, both arguments.
2: Looking back at the episode, though, the armorer did volunteer to leave when yeah. they're heading to the forge,
0: mm-hmm. which you think
2: would be something she wants to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's like, "Nope, it's cool. I'll take the sickos back to the, the to the fleet." So, well, I hope it's not her. I like her.
3: And um, Grogru got himself a new uh, set of wheels or <laughs> legs,
2: as it
1: would be. He got himself a mech suit. <laughs> he that's sure totally, did.
2: If you gave a toddler a mech suit that only said yes or no, that's exactly what that kid would be doing. Yes, 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 yes.
3: <laughs> I love uh, the return of the little uh, mechanic guys. Like Bad baby, no squeeze. The Babu Freaks. Babu
2: Freaks. I, I don't know yeah. what they're actually called, but yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I was like, this is a bad idea. You should not be giving Grogu this metal thing. No, get out. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Although I do like that he can communicate a little bit more efficiently now, even though it was just yes or no. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's so cute.
0: Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I, uh, it's interesting how the show has shifted this year. Like the first two seasons, the quest was obvious. Get Grogu to some Jedi training. You uh-huh. know? Now we're like, okay, he's decided that's not for him. So then what is the new quest? Well, the new quest seems to be get Bo Katan to be the leader of the Mandalorians. So is the 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 character that the title of the show uh, is referring to is that now Bo Katan instead of Dinjarin? Is Bo Katan the Mandalorian?
2: Maybe.
3: Maybe. Um, I don't think so. I think the show is still going to be around. Surra- you know, going to be about Bo- uh, Dinjarin and Grogu.
2: Yeah.
3: It's, it's not switching over to just following her around. I don't see them killing him off.
2: No, no, I don't think that they're going to kill him off. But like, he's no longer. The he's not driving the,
0: and he's not driving the plot.
2: Yeah, he he doesn't have the dark saber more. He says in the episode that he follows Bo-Katan. Yeah. So, like, she's the one who's become the Mandalorian because she's got the dark which is weird. But Mandalorians are weird in general. Why on earth do they want? Okay, I understand going back to their ancestral home, but why do they bring colon colonists like right away? Like, there's nothing on this planet. There's no vegetation. There's no water. There's no settlements. Like why bring a whole fleet of settlers when there's nothing there for them to do yet? Like, shouldn't because they, because like,
3: the spy manipulated them so that they can be all in one place.
2: for uh, Gideon
3: to kill them all,
2: which would then be the armor. Cause wasn't it her idea?
3: Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll find out in a few short days. Mm-hmm. Um, It's great that we we got introduced to the shadow, the shadow cabinet. Yes. Of the Empire. Uh, we got a few names dropped in that. Yes. We got Papa Hux. Mm hmm.
1: Played by the brother of the actor.
3: Oh,
2: really?
1: Yes. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's great. Uh, apparently, they, too, they're but... like the Scar's Guards. All of them are actors. Nice.
2: And uh, uh, Project Necromancer.
1: Yes, thank
3: you. Is, That's what I was trying to remember the name of, which is what he's working on over on Exegol. Is,
2: I'm sure is the resurrection of uh, the Emperor. Yeah, which is why he's, you
3: know, looking for the cloning stuff and was kind of like, Gideon, um, kind of alluding to, what were you doing? What do you think you were doing messing with cloning? You don't clone. Cloning is our thing, not your thing.
2: See, I feel like the the new Star Wars movies would have done a lot better if we had had these episodes first, so we knew what the hell was going on. (laughs)
3: Well, see, this is what's going to happen. Is What's happening now is what happened with the, the prequels, right? Yeah. When the prequels came out, I was like, oh, what the, you know, by the end of them, they're like, oh, but then they got all fleshed out between Clone Wars and the Rebels and everything that came after it. They're like, oh, okay, this, they are good.
2: Yeah.
3: But that's what's going to happen when all this stuff leads into it later. Like, oh,
2: okay. Yeah, because now you know what the hell's going on.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Um and then we you know, Thrawn name dropped again. Yep. And his I guess right hand man, um was it Jalad Palion or I don't know how you pronounce his name, um, is also the same character, you know, right out of the books. So if his- they
2: if they know that Thrawn's return is imminent, do you think that Thrawn's been communicating to them?
3: Oh yeah, well I think Thrawn's with the that one guy, he's with Thrawn or he's communicating with Thrawn on the on the like on the regular. It's just wherever he is, he's just not ready to reveal himself yet to the universe, then, right? To the galaxy you know, or at least to this shadow cabinet.
2: Well then what happened to Ezra?
3: That's what we have to wait and find out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Which means that I'm sure they're not gonna do any kind of reveal of Thrawn in the Mandalorian until after Ahsoka.
3: Well yeah, I don't see I don't yeah, I don't see us seeing Thrawn next this week. No. Not with Ahsoka coming out in August. No. That'll be a that'll happen in that there, I imagine.
0: But yeah, no. Should we good this week? We'll find out. Mm hmm. So excited. I love the shot of the Mandalorian controlled Imperial ship flying over the village. Yeah. I thought that was very cool.
3: I love the robot. There's a a shuttle, a shuttle is an Imperial shuttle is landing. He's like, um, that's a light cruiser. Very different than a shuttle.
2: Mm -hmm. Also, not Imperial. See the giant Mythosaur painting on the bottom. Exactly. Oh.
3: And those new Mando troopers that
1: once again, is like, Oh, they fly now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I loved, um, oh, you know what? I hadn't put two and two together on that one. That's not a yeah. bad point. Right.
2: And, and, um, what's his face is, um, Moff Gideon's, uh, helmet.
1: Yeah. Well, his very man- suit,
2: very Mandalorian, but also very, um, Darth Vader. Dar- no, not Darth Vader. um,
3: Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Uh, why, did his helmet have spikes on it? Yep. Yeah, it had the horns. Uh, okay. I was you know. The Darth Maul Mandos, maybe, you know, maybe he was styling off of that. Yeah. But, uh do when I saw him come out in his armor with the, like, black, with the little light-up buttons and everything, he'd like, say, okay, so someone's trying to be Darth Vader. Then <laughs> he could fly, too. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
3: We had the um the big guy sacrifice himself,
2: oh yeah, um,
3: I love the effect of his gun overheating like to the, the glowing red that's how hard hardy was like how many like lasers he was shooting out of it, yep, and then he used it like a club, yeah, <laughs> and you think oh he's he made it, he's gonna survive, and then the praetorian guard shows up and kick his ass
0: uh, and he's
2: uh-huh. gone
3: lots of nice little hints and throwbacks and connections to the other movies. Yeah. It was good. I loved it.
2: Yeah, it was a good episode. I really, I, I like where this is going. I feel like there's a lot more stakes in, in these than there were in these, uh, this series than there were in the previous series. Mm-hmm. Like things are coming together.
3: I saw a funny meme or funny like internet picture. Uh remember the one, I guess it was from season two. After Gideon gets Grogu and uh, the Mandalorian sends the video to him and is like, you know, you don't know how much he means to me. I'm going to come and get him, blah, 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 like the threat. Yeah. So there's a picture where it's Grogu in his IG armor and, it's, he, and he's using the, the robot to say that, like pretty much the same thing. Say, you, know, you don't know what you, how much he means to me. I'm coming to get
2: him. <gasps> oh, how cute was that going to be if, like, Grogu goes all, like, like what Luke did to get to him in the, the end uh, of season two. And is just like yeah. destroying everything in his path to get to his daddy. Uh,
3: give give, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so give that kid a lightsaber and let him go. Come on. <laughs>
2: oh.
3: Yeah. And so then good. I guess, well, all the reports of celebration, like from like Dave Filoni and things like that were like, um, things, quotes like, uh, after the end of this season, people are going to be, they're going to be wanting more. they are going to be wanting more, so it's like, <sighs> yeah, it's either well. going to be super awesome or super sad or someone oh, hell of a one hell of a cliffhanger. Say, like, come on! <laughs>
2: it's like don't want to want more. Want to know
3: how it ends? Just no, I want more. But just keep giving it to me. Don't make me mm-hmm. wait for it.
2: Ah, oh, so good. Yep.
1: Hmm. So, on a whole, I think uh, the show's pretty good. Yeah. It's yep. pretty good. If it's you haven't good. got yep. that from our other reviews, yep. it's pretty good.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what else should we talk about?
1: Well, well you guys saw Super Mario. Oh, yes. I get on
2: plug if you're going to talk about Super Mario.
1: Yeah. Oh, we, we I won't,
0: don't have we, much plot wise to say. Yeah, anything. we won't spoil I, anything.
2: Yeah, but it was kind of like how how Kevin doesn't want to see any of the trailers of anything that he's definitely going to go see. I'm like, I don't want to know anything about this movie going in. I just want to Yeah, wanna... just
1: keep an eye on the chat and then I'll just tell you when uh, we're done.
0: Okay. Bye okay. guys. All right.
1: So uh well, Jen exactly. and I had made promises to see them with uh some young relatives of mine. Unfortunately, uh that did not happen the same week Ryan and Kevin did. Mm-hmm. So by the time Jen and I see it and then we record another episode, it's going to kind of be a little bit of old news in some ways. <laughs> it might um, al- it might almost be ready for home release by then. Yeah. So the the one thing we are going to do is we'll, we'll probably you know give our our quick thoughts on it. But on a whole, uh, what did you guys think of it? It's fun. I enjoyed it.
0: Um, That's... don't go in expecting a deep, deep plot. Um, it, it is. It's it's like watching people play a video game. I thought um it's it's fun and light and frothy and kids will love it.
3: Yeah, it's a nice. It's true. It's not. It's not long. It's like it's just less over than ninety, 90 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Is it less? I thought it was around ninety. Well, minutes.
0: with trailers, it came out to about ninety minutes.
3: Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's fun for the whole family. There's all kinds of nice little Easter eggs in the background for us old people to pick up on and see and be like, oh hey look, oh hey look. Um. The character. The animation is great. Like it looks yeah. beautiful on the big screen. And we didn't even see it in the three D. We just saw regular viewing. And it was a packed house.
1: Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, it I was heard very busy.
3: It made, uh, made like 200 uh, million that weekend. I don't know what its total is right now, but uh, uh, it is to looking
1: well. to be number one at the box office again the weekend of this recording.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. so there you go. But uh, yeah, I would recommend it. If you if you or your kids are wanting to see it, I'd say go see it.
0: Yeah, I, it's it's fun. Um and it'll put a smile on your face, but it is it art? Eh, it's a, it's a Super Mario movie.
1: Yeah, but uh, I don't think it needs to be art, right? No. <laughs> it's Sometimes we see movies to be entertained. And and I will be honest, that's what I mainly go to the movies for these days. Right. But uh, um, do you think it leaves room for a sequel? Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah.
3: There are even two. uh, Well, it's a mid and an after credit scene. Oh, okay.
1: Yes. Um,
0: The voice cast is good. I have no complaints.
1: So... The have you heard of explanations th- for things? Are good. Yeah. Yep. Have you heard of the idea of? Oh, uh, well, Ryan has because I've mentioned it. Ugh, excuse me. Um, of having Wario be in one of the sequels, voiced by Pedro Pascal.
0: Oh, that could be fun.
1: Because Wario doesn't have to be Italian. No, that's true. I'm not. To be honest, I'm not even sure of Wario's origin. I always like kind of assume he's like Mario from a different like universe or something. But which and in this movie that could be it. Mm-hmm.
0: We do learn one thing that Mario hates mushrooms.
1: Yeah, he's not always a fan of mushrooms.
0: them. He doesn't like mushrooms. Um, he would never
1: put mushrooms on his pizza. Well, did he go into the wrong universe?
2: Mm. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Okay, so overall you would uh recommend it? Yep. Sure. Okay, I'll let Jen know to come back.
3: And oh, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait for a nine do ba doo. dooba and then
3: doobie when doobie Captain doobie N shows up,
1: I was doobie so. Doobie doobie I'm not sure she would know who Captain <laughs> doobie N doobie is.
2: I know who Captain N is. I watched those cartoons. i oh, okay. yeah,
1: see you
3: there. Give your wife some credit, Brent. Yeah. I did find a place selling a jacket. I was a N nerd Letterman's long
1: jacket. before you. <laughs> yeah, but you would have been smart enough not to watch that show.
2: I liked that show. I also watched the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Yeah. I have with that on Captain, DVD with Captain Lou Albano. Yeah, Yeah. and then they had the the Link cartoons where he always went, "Well, excuse me, Princess." I didn't yeah. like those. Ugh. That was I annoying. To watch
0: Saturday Supercade.
1: <laughs> so that is it for our review of the Super Mario Brother movie. Until Jen and I see it. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, that brings us towards the end of this show. But uh, before we do a uh, shout out or geek picks and such, we have shout outs to our Patreon mm. members. You can find us at patreon.com slash truenorthnerds. Uh, it's uh, just three bucks a month. It helps us pay for some bills. Uh, our goal is this year to get up to 10 patrons for the year right now we're sitting at seven so it's not it's just sort of out of reach right now but uh feel free to tell your friends to listen to the show and uh actively support us so we can do fun and cool things and Mm -hmm. get new technologies to make us sound better and such but uh the so shout outs go to the following patrons uh, Drew Parent, Karina, Rhino Vision, Alex James, Team Woods, who has uh, kindly put together true north nerds.com, a landing page where you can find the various ways of uh, getting to the show. Uh, Mike Hammond, who does uh, 3D printing and such, he and is working on a nice set of like Obi Wan Kenobi, like clone armor, like top for me right now. Ooh. Uh-huh. And Rex, who, uh, if all goes well, we should be seeing in a couple months. Yay. Oh. And who apparently uh, has been burning through our episodes while doing Renos to his home. <laughs> uh, so thank you, uh, all of you guys, for uh, helping us out. It is greatly appreciated. Yes, now on to Geek Picks. Who's got one? Who wants to go? Who has a Geek Pick? I got one. Ooh. Okay, go ahead.
3: Uh, So speaking of movies that wrap up series, just this weekend on Netflix was uh, The Last Kingdom, Seven Kings Must Die uh, was was, uh, premiered. So that's the movie that wraps up the the, the TV show that I've put on here as a geek pick numerous times uh, of uh, The Last Kingdom. And yes, it did not disappoint. I enjoyed the hell of it. When, that was my. I did that, that was what I did last night. I came home from work. I made some dinner. I sat on the couch and I watched Seven Kings Must Die. And if you have ever, if you have watched the Last Kingdom, like I have recommended it to you, then you need to watch this. There. Cool.
1: Alrighty then. Next. I have one. Oh, go for it. <laughs>
2: Uh, so I finished another book. Um, one thing I love about my commute is uh, I get to listen to a lot of audio books. So the one I just finished listening to was called The Little Shop of Found Things by Paula Braxton. It looks like it was it's from 2019. Um, so it's a little bit of like a, a little bit of a romance, but it's more mystery and um, historical fiction. So it's about this uh, woman named Xanthi. Uh, and her mother, and they uh, run an antique business. So they 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 had a a life in London. Crap happens. They leave London and they go to this little town called Marlborough. And um, Xanthi has like this special talent where uh, antiques kind of sing to her. Where she touches something, she can feel the past. Like she she can feel a bit about their past and 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 um, stuff like that. So she uh picks up a chatelaine a silver chatelaine which was uh, something that uh wealthier women in the uh, early 17th century uh, so the 1600s would wear and it would hold like your key. it was basically as we didn't have pockets it so it would hold like your keys and your knitting your your uh sewing needles and your scissors and you know that kind of stuff and it was just something that you like clipped to your belt so she has this silver chatelaine um and the reason that this Chatelaine is calling to her is because of the uh, antique shop that uh, she and her mother have purchased is haunted by the ghost of someone who was killed in the 1700s or the uh, 1600s. And this ghost wants Xanthi to go back in time using the Chatelaine to save her daughter uh, from being hanged. And the ghost threatens to kill uh, Xanthi's mother if she doesn't do it. So now Xanthi has to go back to 1605 uh, and figure out why this girl is going to be hanged and stop it from happening. Um, and all the while, of course, she meets and falls in love with someone uh, who helps her uh, solve the mystery. And it, it was really, it was very well written, uh, very well narrated. The audiobook that I listened to was very well done. And uh, it made me really want to go to like a picturesque little English village (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and go antiquing. Um, And apparently um, it's the first in a trilogy. So then I I immediately downloaded the second one, which I haven't finished yet, um, which I think is I can't even remember what it's called. But uh, I immediately downloaded that one because I was like, oh, there's more about this uh, nice character, this interesting character who can tell the past of certain things by holding it so um i recommend this book listening to it reading it however you like to absorb your books uh it's called the little shop of found things by paula braxton Fun. Mm-hmm. go for it kevin
0: all right so um you all know that i like musical theater correct
2: so I'm
0: currently in a musical that opens uh that opens as you hear this a week from Friday. Tickets are almost sold out, so it, don't even don't even try. You know, it's pretty much a done deal. We're going to sell out this show. Woo. Uh, but uh that is not my geek pick. Although you should see as much musical theater as possible. It's wonderful. Uh Apple TV Plus's Schmigadoon has come back for season 2. I uh raved about this show in the first season. It's about um a young uh, a, a couple, uh, Josh and Melissa, they are both doctors, and they're trying. They, you know, they love. They're in a relationship, but it's a little rocky. So they go on a retreat in the woods and end up in the mystical land of Shmigadoon where everything is like is like is. It, as it is in a musical. In the first season, those musicals were very, very happy. Shows, you know, they were shows that reminded you of The Music Man or or, um, uh, Oklahoma or, you know, things with big rousing musical numbers and and small towns and turn of the century fun times. Well, Josh and Melissa have hit a rocky patch, and they decided to try to find Schmigadoon again, but you can never go back to Schmigadoon. Instead, they have uncovered Schmicago, which (laughs) is a land of musicals of the 60s and 70s where things have turned dark and uh <laughs> uh so uh Josh is on trial for the murder of Elsie and uh, so this this season is a mashup of musicals like Chicago and Cabaret and Sweeney Todd and Annie and Godspell and Pippin sure and hair there's a song in episode three that's just about you know you want if you want to be happy and you want to do it with your friends all you got to do is get naked it's very funny uh so if you do if you like musical theater at all and you like a good comedy schmigadoon um schmigadoon on apple tv plus is so 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 funny (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and it stars the best people from Broadway, including Alan Cumming, Kristen Chenoweth, um, Dove Cameron. Um, the leads are played by Keegan-Michael Key and uh, Cecily Strong from uh, Saturday Night Live. Uh, yeah, uh, so it's just uh, – it's. oh, Martin Short plays a leprechaun who um, – <laughs> who traps them in in the various mystical um, places. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, so, 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 so funny. Oh, Jane Krakowski is hilarious. This season, she's playing the slick lawyer who's trying to get Josh off of his murder charge. And it's very, very, very funny. Uh, So, yeah, Uh, I would give two big, big thumbs up to Schmigadoon.
2: Nice. Which leaves...
1: Me. It does. Yeah, go <laughs> for it. Uh So I'm going to go with a uh, a comic book pick, and that is from Image Comics, James Tinian's World Tree. Now, this is spelt dumb. <laughs> it is W-0-R-L-D-T-R-3-3. Um, The first issue of it came out this week uh, and was immediately recalled, (laughs) but I got a chance to read it. Anyways, it is awesome. Um, The internet has sort of been infected with some sort of evil that is making certain people murder people, and apparently it has happened before. Ooh, spooky. But uh, the first issue really grabbed me like uh, I'm really waiting for the next issue. So um, if you like his other comic book stuff, especially uh, one of Ryan's past geek picks, Uh, Nice House on the Lake, it's definitely up that sort of alley. Uh,
3: I have to agree with you. I had a chance to read this issue as well. Um, It is not a
1: knowledge's book. (laughs) No, there is a character in it Who we do not know who they are But we do know they do not like a shirt And they have boobies (laughs) (laughs) They do not like clothing that much
2: Uh,
3: Yeah (laughs) Uh, Very interesting book
2: Yeah. That sounds cool
3: Especially in this time right now With all this AI talk and everything like that It uh, very much kind of works into that
1: angle I think so
3: I think that's where it's going. I think that's what's
1: happening. Yeah. Uh, don't know when we're getting the next issue, but.
3: No, I think. Well, don't know what. Do we know when we're getting the re-release of issue one?
1: Uh, it was estimated two weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and like, Tinian's one of those guys. He's like the like an it guy in. Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Right now. Yeah. Because. it's like everything he does is doing very very well and oh actually you know that's something that we didn't uh, talk about in the news pack that I forgot until like just now is there is a new digital content thing or comic book company coming out Oh, called Distillery I believe but again spelt weird (laughs) Um, and it has like Brian Azarello is involved with it. It's uh, the two guys who started Comixology are behind it. Oh, okay, yeah, so not a heck of a lot is known, but about it, other than oh, yeah, okay, it's called Distillery DSTLRY, and the people involved with it also include Scott Snyder, James Tinian. Oh, wow. Rob V, Jock, Brian Azarello, Becky Cloonan, mm. Elsa Cartier, Stephanie Phillips, Jamie McKelvey. Um, they apparently part of it is like creators will have like an equity stake in the company as well. Ah. Or like for these founding creators. So uh, it's, it's the new image. Yeah, except it's going to be digital. But the idea is, is like they're going to make stuff available physically like trades kind of like what a lot of the uh, Substack people were doing yeah and um what uh, what do you want it, it so basically after a certain point like the they're trying to bring collectability into the comics like for like the digital versions okay. so you won't be able to purchase them directly from Distillery after a while but other users will be able to trade them. Hmm. But they are also trying to make sure that it's like this doesn't involve black blockchain or NFTs or crypto. Mm-hmm. They have tried, gone out of their way to say it's not that. So, and and creators will also apparently get a portion of like resale prices and things of that nature. So, hmm. um, it's a... It, the, the Oh, and the creators will have full uh, rights to the work. So yeah, the image comparison isn't unfounded But I had completely forgotten about that till just talking about Tinian now but. <laughs> So uh, that's it for this episode In a couple of weeks we shall return um, What are we going to be talking about then? Well, there's a bunch of stuff coming out So there's a good chance it's going to be one of those things We'll have our <laughs> review
2: of Super Mario, right?
1: Yes, there will be our quick review. I probably review. will
2: have opinions.
1: Yes. <laughs> and uh there there is also a chance uh I'm doing this to put it out there into the world, but I'm not going to say who um uh I have contacted a fairly large entity about <clears throat> doing interviews in regards to an event that's coming up. And to my surprise, that entity uh, responded back and seems is this willing... another
3: response or no? The this is the I... one you
1: know about oh, okay. and seems willing to be maybe working something out. So it's what do they call it? Manifesting. Yeah, I'm I'm putting this out into the universe in the happy hopes thoughts, that uh, we will we will have some guests on the show. Or some special interview episodes coming up, so oh. um, I, I'll talk to you guys about it off off mic after we're done. Cool. Uh, Jen already knows about
3: it too. I know. And kids, get your calendars out because on May sixth is Free Comic Book Day. Yes, Come and see Brent and I live at Big B Comics where we'll be working on that Saturday.
1: Yeah, uh, we like we if- may be busy, but if you are in the area, please come in and say hi. I'll come and, and say hi. Comics. Yeah, Jen, we need to talk to you about that.
3: Uh-oh, I don't know if your I? husband has or not. We'll am talk I after. getting
2: volunteered?
3: No, no, you well, might be driving
2: us. Oh, <laughs> okay.
1: It's save on Volunteered parking. for something. <laughs>
2: yep. Do I get cupcakes out of it?
1: Uh, no, I don't think we're getting cupcakes out of it. So, so it maybe meant you
2: guys buy me cupcakes and I'll drive you to the store. Isn't there a cupcake place right across the street?
1: Exactly. Yes, there is. <laughs> we <Well, you laughs> talked to your husband about that. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, we will see everybody in two weeks. Until then, I hope you're all doing well and, uh, and stuff. Yeah. Yep. There we go. Go Bye.
2: team. Bye. Bye. See yeah. ya. Thank you for listening to the True North Nerds. You can find us at truenorthnerds.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at truenorthnerds. To contact one or any of the nerds, you can email them at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. Theme music provided by Kirby Crackle. You can
0: find more of their music at KirbyCrackleMusic.com. If you like this show, please go to your podcast app of choice and rate and review us.